to getting salty, baby. Yeah, here's the getting salty. Why have I say? This whole time. What have I say? Welcome back. Welcome back. It's rainy. It's raining, but you know what? There was a double rainbow about an hour was ago. Was there outside. really? I didn't yeah. see it. Me and my two co-workers uh, abandoned the store, Ab ran outside. <laughs> well, not fully outside. We uh, just stuck our heads out the door and took a couple fun pictures. Oh my god. Fun, Those were very cute. Some fun pics for your MySpace? Uh, yeah, for my MySpace. I love that. I love that for you. Um, so, bud, yeah. we're, what are we what are we cooking today? You brought the rest I brought the to us. <laughs> I tried to come up with a short... I brought the rest recipe. I did bring the recipe. It is called... I did a little Googling. I think we've got... What do we got? Spaghetti. Yeah, we're doing spaghetti aglio e olio, olio <laughs> uh, with lots of kale. You know, and I took... I would like to say I took an Italian class. Mm-hmm. And it clearly, I didn't pay enough attention, which, Natalie, if you're listening to this, you'll know that because I was drawing a lot of dicks in your notebook. Oh. <clears throat> I'm a child. Um, it's a Carla Lolly music recipe, actually. Okay. One of the Bon Appetit uh, icons. From, from the Bon Appetit archives, the yes. second week in a row. Look at us. I know, but it looks really good, and it was a, it's a very dreary day. It's got parm, it's got kale, it's got, it's got olive garlic. oil, garlic. What else could we ask for? Literally nothing. Literally nothing. <laughs> Literally nothing. <laughs> nothing. So I'm gonna. I mean, look at this. This kale is already like perfect sizes. I know. It's because I it's tore true. it into bite size bikes. <laughs> bite size chunks. <laughs> bite size chunks. I did oh, tear it. Oh my goodness. You're struggling. I'm just gonna give everybody the uh, the pre warning today. Yeah, my <laughs> my brain and my mouth they're not meeting in the middle very much. <laughs> I mean, there's a disconnect for that sure. That was incredible. <laughs> and I'm looking forward to every minute of it. Other than that, this recipe is dead simple, but it's going to fill us up because we're hungry. I've heard before that um, in Italy, this particular recipe is really common amongst like broke college kids. And, uh, of course, they're like people way who classier. Wait. Than oh, I know. Uh, we're out here with the like, cup of noodles and they're like, oh, let me just uh, Whip up slice some up some garlic real quick and uh, saute some chili peppers. And some kale. I eat vegetables. Mm -hmm. I didn't eat vegetables for like 10 years. That's Famously. not true. Famously. <laughs> I, I've never eaten a vegetable not once in my life. In my life. Which I have. Mm. I'm just going to get cracking on these garlic cloves quickly because they're going to be Damn. noisy. I can't believe it calls for five garlic cloves. That's crazy. That's right up our alley. That is. That's going to be garlicky it for is sure. It is garlicky. This big boy. Thank you. Yeah, get the big knife. I'm going to get the big get knife. Get the Thank big you. Get the big knife. knife and we're just going to give it a little wakala. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We've got the uh, the olive oil um, preheating in big red here at the stovetop. And that other pot uh, boiling to, to boil the kale very briefly. Yes. Which is what it says, which I'm kind of surprised because it wants us to just like we'll boil blanch it, for, like, like, for yeah, a sec. blanch it for two two minutes, which I never do. I honestly never do either, but you know what? For kind of raw dog it. any type of kale, like this would be the kind I would be fine with blanching because it is really curly and really firm. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we'll just tendy it a little bit. Tenderoni. We are going to tenderoni it. And I'm just looking, do I need to... Hmm. Just, yeah, chop the garlic into rough pieces. Anyways, mm -hmm. speaking of chopping things into rough pieces. <laughs> that Now, that would have been a good segue for a That would have been a good segue one. for our Jack the Ripper episode. Yeah, which is not what we're talking about today. Nope. 
we are talking, sorry, I'm just really pulverizing a garlic clove here. There we go. Uh, because we're still in the very heart of dead tree season, we, want, we didn't want to miss an opportunity, did we? We didn't want to miss an opportunity, but we also just, um, this is what we want to talk about. It. Yeah, truthfully, we, that's exactly correct. We can't. We don't really give a fuck what the listeners think. I tell it's you, it's our show. We, yeah, we don't give. We don't give a. a we don't give a heck. A hoot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just beating these garlic cloves. I'm sorry. <laughs> we don't give a hoot. We don't give a hoot though. We so want to talk about scary things all day long. We will. We do want to talk about scary things. So today we're under the very loose topic of ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> very umbrella topic. <laughs> Ghosts. 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 Ones we've seen, ones we've not seen. Yep. Could be movie ghosts, could not be movie ghosts. Again, nothing's uh, gonna stop us. You've had more encounters, close encounters of the third kind. Oh god, I hope. No, sorry. If there are aliens listening to me, please, I don't want to. She doesn't want any close encounters. No, I'm... Far away encounters. No, no, no encounters. I'm respectful Mm -hmm. of aliens, and I don't want to... I don't want to see them. Yeah. I'm too scared. (laughs) Some people afraid. I am. The respectful fear of aliens like sharks, you know? Yeah. You know they're there. Mm-hmm. But you just hope you don't have like the wrong kind of bump in. Right. I don't want either of them to but like cut off my leg. How do you feel about ghosts though? Like encounters with ghosts. Is it something that you ever like were nervous about? Because you and I are both very much of the vein that we uh believe in We ghosts. don't not not believe in ghosts. I fully believe in ghosts. I'll yeah. say that. I'll make a blanket uh, Make a declaration right here. Right now. Yeah. The tabloids will be awash with the breaking news. The papers, the papers. The papers. Uh, no, I absolutely... Listen, I've worked in a lot of old buildings. You know this. I do. And I currently work in an old building. Yes. And I've just seen too many creepy, weird things that you can't explain. Mm-hmm. That I'm like, they gotta be. Ghosts gotta be real. Yes. They gotta be. Will you... Uh, for the listeners, oh, and also for me, because I, I just love hearing you tell the story. Will you will you give the listeners a little taste of what it was like for you to work at Craig Dare? Oh, I would love to. It's been far removed enough now that I'm sure I can talk about it without consequences. And uh, maybe just because I remember uh, being from Ontario myself, I wasn't really familiar with what Craig Dare was the first time you told me this story. Well, so. but you did know of yes. Castle Loma. Castle Loma, yeah. Okay, so Castle Loma is... They say they're Canada's castle. They're not Canada's castle. Craig Derrick is Canada's Shots castle. Shots fired. You heard it here first. Yeah. Craig Derrick Castle is located on the west coast of Canada in mm-hmm. Victoria, BC. It's a historic house museum. Built in 1898. Oh. Sure uh, it's not 1998. No. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> Someone is hungry. <laughs> no. Uh. Yeah, so, you know, she's uh, she's an old house. She's yeah. an old house, and I spent uh, many years there working. And <clears throat> it's a beautiful old house. It literally looks like a little castle. Yes. It's like, it looks like an old castle. Yes. It's very beautiful uh, and full of ghosts. <laughs> full Even of ghosts. better. Which is the kind of house we like. Yeah. Between the two of us. Famously. <laughs> I gotta stop. need help. <laughs> <laughs> No, it is uh, it is what we like, and I uh, I mean, God, there were there were so many. Like one of the one of the weirdest ones was uh, a coworker and I. So every Christmas mm-hmm. at the castle, we would have um, 
a one-man show of The Christmas Carol. Okay. Oh, which... A one-man show. Oh, yeah, but... <laughs> so, which sounds terrible, but it was so good. The guy who did it was mm-hmm. so good. He would do, like, all these different accents, and it was just him, like, in, like, a... Like, an old kind of... Not old a trench coat, but, like, a... Yeah. Yeah, and, or he would have, like, the Scrooge, like, sleep cap like, on. Oh, off. cute. But the whole thing was just so good, and, yeah, he was an exceptional performer. But, so the way it would work is the... The way the castle worked is there were two sets of stairs. There was, like, the family side, mm-hmm. and then there was the servant side of the house. So there yes. were stairs going up the family side, and then there were adjoining doors on every floor that would kind of connect you to the back half of the house. I see. Okay. So um, when we would have people come in for a show like this, we would, you know, they would all come through the front door, mm-hmm. check them all in, and one of the, like, my coworker would be at the top of the house where the performance was and the fourth level, which was, like, this big open, it was the dance hall. Yes. Back in the day. So she would be up there waiting. I would send people up the stairs. Okay. She would seat them. Yeah. It was ticketed, so, like, we knew who was in the house, and then we locked the doors once they're in. And lock them in. We lock them in. No one's in or out. But, like, we would lock the front door so that we mm-hmm. could be up by the performance, making sure that everything was fine. Yes. And also so that no one was wandering through the museum without people on the floor to, like, attend to them. Right. So because it was a historic house museum, like, the house itself was the artifact. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you don't want people touching the walls and touching the furniture and all that kind of stuff. <clears throat> so when everybody was seated on the fourth floor, we knew that everybody in the house... That's it, that's all. They were all on the fourth floor. Yeah. So my colleague and I are on the third floor on the family side of the house Mm -hmm. because we were like, okay, well, the performer is in front of the staircase that goes down the back half, so nobody's going to get by him without, like, straight up interrupting the show. Yes. So we're on the third floor sitting, um, just kind of, like, waiting for the show to be done, you know, we're reading a book (laughs) or whatever, and um, we hear, like, I can hear, so in an old house like this, like, the noises are so distinct, and when you've been there... Every kind of, like... I feel like in an old house, you can even hear when the structure of the house is settling. Yeah, like you know way. what noises are what, and like you I, know what the bones are doing you for know sure. What the, bones of the house are doing, and I, I worked there for like four years, forty hours a week. Like mm-hmm. I felt very at home in this house. I knew yes. every sound. Yes. <clears throat> so <laughs> we're sitting there, and all of a sudden I hear the door to the bathroom. Okay. Open and close. Yeah. Now the bathroom was the 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 lady of the house, Joan Dunsmere. That was that used to be her room. Oh, I see. Okay. Um. And so, <laughs> so we hear this door open and close, and I was like, "That's really weird." Yeah. Ooh, water's boiling. Oh yes, it's ready for the kale. Ready for the kale. Pass I'm it just off. gonna put it all in there. Yeah, sauce it in there, bud. Yeah. 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 Put that kale in. Uh, put that kale in. Yeah. <laughs> it's her new single. <laughs> look at her shrivel right up immediately it goes bright to, green it's what we want so the recipe says the recipe and then we keep that same water yeah we for do the pasta which i, I know like. i love that sometimes we do that for block uh broccoli rape <laughs> broccoli rape <laughs> <laughs> sometimes i do it for broccoli <laughs> delicious uh, delicious broccoli rub <laughs> It's um, famous chef voice, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Can I interest you in some blockery lab? Can I you in some blanched kale? <laughs> Ooh, delicious. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> stop me. <laughs> Horrid. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. So 
So this was yeah. the lady of the house's room. Well, and so I recognize the sound of the store because it it's now part of it is the public washroom. Yes. So I will also say that this house was not just a private residence. Okay. After it was a private residence, it became a hospital during the First World War. I mean, convenient. Very convenient. Yeah. Place with a ton of stairs and a bunch of injured soldiers. <laughs> yeah. Wonderful. Uh, so there was that. It was a music school, and then it eventually, of course, became a museum, which it still is today. So this door is a public washroom, so I hear it opening and closing all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then me and my coworker kind of look at each other and we're like, oh, that's really weird. Yeah. And then we can hear someone walking on the floor below us, which is where this bathroom is. And we and can hear like at this time. Just to remind me, this is when the show's going on. Yeah. So, like, so the performance. Ain't nobody's is supposed to be walking around. And even if they were, they would have gone past us down the main staircase to get to the bathroom. Yes. So I was like, that's really weird. And then we could hear what sounded like, like glasses clinking together. Like you have some glasses right here, but kind of like that yeah. sound. It's very convenient that you have glasses. I here. Do, yeah. The theatricality is really getting me going. Um. <clears throat> So you could hear kind of like glasses clinking. Mm-hmm. And I was like, the fuck is that? And she looked at me and I was like, did somebody go by? And she was like, no. Like, no. we're both literally sitting in chairs facing the staircase. Like, yeah. we would not have missed anybody. You would have seen it. You no, would have seen, seen it. it. Um, so I was like, okay, well, we need to figure out what it is. We can't just sit we here and be like, yeah. oh, weird. Because if there's somebody in the house. We need to know. We need to know. Yeah. Because you can A, get really lost, B, they could do damage, C, they could be like really creepy and weird, which we don't want. Unsavory. Or, best option, it could have been another staff member who like forgot something and came back. Yes. Which was what I was hoping. Not the case. Um, so, we, I was like, okay, you go down the back half of the house, mm-hmm. I'll go down the main half, yep. we'll meet up at every door, Okay. circle back up. Yeah. Because that's how we clear it. Because mm-hmm. it is kind of mazy, so it's easy to... Easy to miss people. Is mm-hmm. that kale ready to rock? Uh, how long are we supposed to have in there for? Two minutes. Two minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yes. Open up our spaghetti. Are we supposed to take the kale out before we put the pasta in, or no? Yeah. Okay. We do. Let me just uh, and triple what, check the. Is it uh, right into the pot, Garcon? Right into uh, the it pot. It is. Rinse under cold water. Oh. Okay. And squeeze out excess liquid from the leaves. Oh. Okay. Yeah, so I'm going to get the cold water running for you. Yeah. Just had a gentle trickle. Get some good uh, cooking sounds in there for everybody. Actually, you know what? I'm going to do this anyway. Oh, smart. Sometimes. <clears throat> okay, kale is going into the colander. A nice, nice little oh, it cold is water so bath. I told you it went bright green as soon as it hit that water. Pasta. I hope it does. I've only, as I said, I've only ever um, done this method where you blanch the vegetables in the same water that you're then going to cook the pasta in. I've only ever done this with broccoli. <laughs> I don't think I've noticed if it's colored the uh, pasta before, but Perfect. spaghetti is a bit of a thinner, thinner, thinner nude. nude. Oh my god. <laughs> Someone really needs to stop us now. It's a thinner nude for sure. Okay, let's give these a little tossy toss. Yep. They're so pretty. They're so green now. Superstore, baby. Really? This kale never disappoints. It's always super shiny. Never curly. misses. Nope. Yeah, is this what you used for the sea salad last week? It surely is. Wow. Gorgina. Okay, good. Well, that is nice and pilled. And once that gets I back up. I'm to squeeze the excess liquid out oh, of there. Oh, yeah. Don't want to miss that. <laughs> just almost dropped the phone. 
Don't want to miss that instruction. New. <clears throat> and then it looks like what we're going to do is we can toss that garlic in whenever the olive oil is heated up. Oh, it's ready to go. Oh, is she ready to rock? Yes. <laughs> uh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh -huh. Ready? Right. I'm gonna bring it back up to uh, kind of medium it. low heat. Yes, I just didn't want to. I burn it. only just found out that olive oil doesn't have a very high burn heat or oh, whatever yeah. it's smoke, called. Smoke point. Smoke point. Thank you. <laughs> burn heat. You don't get that burn heat the way oh. you want it to. Olive oil's got a real low burn heat. <laughs> <laughs> That's a professional term. <laughs> Diane. <laughs> Ready for the pasta? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Here, allow me. Thank you. Allow me, Garcon. Let me put that uh, in there. Love it. Gorgina. Gorgina. Got it? Yep. Okay. Anyways. Yes. Back to where I left the ghost. Yeah. Which is, if I don't talk about Just it now, I'm going to forget around. what it is. Yeah. Uh, forget what I was saying. So, <clears throat> so yeah, we go down the house, we meet at every door, and then we come back up, and we're like, there is nobody here. We what checked we offices, we checked bathrooms, mm -hmm. we checked the basement, like, and we know this house very well, so there's not yeah. really a place that someone's going to hide that we're probably not going to find them. Mm -hmm. And all the rooms are alarmed as well, so like you can't, oh. yeah, you can't go into the exhibits without an alarm going off. It's like a regular oh. museum, right? Spooky. Very spooky. So we were like, hey, that's super freaking weird, like, yeah, whatever, so we, we go back up to the third floor and the performance is still going and everything's fine. and. Mm -hmm. We're both sitting there kind of like a little freaked out. Naturally, yeah, as one would be. And then we hear it again. The clink or the person? Well, all of it. Oh, all of it. We okay. hear the door close, then we hear the clinks, and then we hear the adjoining door to the other side of the house close again. Right? And so we're both like, okay, what is going oh, on? Okay, now. All right. Okay, that's enough now. Like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. So I'm like, quick, like... We both jump up. We're like, okay, yeah. if someone's here, we're gonna, we gotta hustle and see if we can figure out what the fuck is going on. Mm -hmm. So we're at this point, we're like, okay, this is really freaky because this doesn't seem like a guest that we somehow missed who's like yeah. wandering around lost. Like, this is, if it is a person, this is someone who's really just hide. Yeah, <laughs> like, they, they don't wanna be found by us. Yeah, and like, this is a 25,000 square foot house, okay? Ooh, that's big. It's big. So, like, we are very conscious. Loma? Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Casaloma who? All right. Craig mm -hmm. Derrick forever. Anyway, clearly it's superior of the houses. Um, anyway, so we're like, we, we're running up and down these stairs trying to find whatever, whoever this is. Yeah. And we're like, come back up again. And we're like, what the fuck? Like, we didn't find anyone. No offices, no, like, it wasn't the curator, it wasn't another staff member. Mm -hmm. Nobody is in the house except for us and the guests on the fourth floor. Ugh. So we're like, okay, this is really fucking weird. So at this point, we're, like, quite concerned. Yeah. So we wait for the performance to be done. Mm -hmm. um, we get all everybody out, lock the doors, and then it's just me, my colleague, and the performer. Yeah. And so I will say, like, he's a big guy. The performer. Yeah, he's a big yeah. guy. Like, he's, he's over six foot, like very broad. Like he's he's quite a large guy. Yes. So we're like, would you? We were like, would you, you mind? No, but like, would you come through the house with us just yeah. to make sure that there's nobody here that's not supposed to be here? Because like, yeah. I straight we're up not feeling him. good about not it. Good. And I, well, he's super nice. And I went up to him right after the performance, after everyone was out, and I said. 
did anybody get up and leave during the performance? And he was like, no, but... And I was like, fucking what? And he was like, out of the corner of my eye, behind me, because his back was to the staircase that leads down the southern side of the house. He was okay. like, I, I saw a shadow. Like, I saw what I thought was somebody going down the stairs. Yes. But he was like, but there was no physical way somebody could have gotten there because they're directly behind me. Yeah. And I was like, what do you mean? The Twilight Zone music starts playing behind you. You're like, oh, God. Right? And so, I, so we went through the whole house. Like, he stayed with us. We checked every room. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. And with that cliffhanger, sorry, I'm just going to take a moment to ask you, um, are we trying to get the garlic to be crispy? What, what uh, is we're the... just letting it cook for a couple of moments. Okay. Let's see here. It says, oh. Okay, hopefully the oh, until it's here, it is sizzling. It is, and the water is boiling. Mm-hmm. It's, it's quite a, it's a comforting smell, garlic. The best smell. It says golden. It's until golden. Okay. Yeah. This is kind of fun because this is a recipe neither of us have made before, and usually when we're cooking, at least one of one us, of has, us has done it. it. So yeah. Now you guys are really walking through the process with us. And are we adding any chili flakes now? Uh, nope. What we're oh. going to do next is we're going to add the kale to the pot. Yep. Okay. And we're going to season very well with kosher salt and pepper. I'm on it, Garcon. Oh, hell yeah. You got it. All right. Kale going I think in. We put, yeah, we put the Parmesan red pepper flakes. Uh, in at the very end. Yeah. Okay. Get the kosher salt. Hell yeah. Get that three finger pinch, Molly. For a healthy pinch. Oh. Or even multiple pinches, alright? Like, it's the only way to do it in my house. Hell yeah. Oh, it smells incredible already. Oh my goodness. Give that a good stir. Here we go. It sounds so good. It sounds yeah. so great. Sautéing. Oh yeah. And at what point will we be moving? I think we are supposed to move the pasta over to the pot. Yes. At some once point. the pasta is al dente. Okay. We will uh, toss it with the tongs into the pot okay. and a cup of pasta water. Got it. And then we're going to put in the parmesan, which I will grate. I'm going to come and get cup so I can reserve some of that gorge pasta water. That is some good sizzling sounds. I love it. Very, very pleased. So anyways. So you didn't find anybody. So we didn't find anybody. Uh, and like we were freaked out. We both heard exactly the same thing. He saw this weird shadow. We were like, what the what the fuck is going on? <laughs> what the that, fuck like, is going on here on this That was like one of the more tame experiences I had there but okay. it was very like I don't know it was just so strange but the one of the creepiest ones mm -hmm. I had there was uh so I we would close up the house at the end of the night like after yes. all of the uh after all the tourists were gone right and I always kept staff members with me because I just didn't like doing it by myself I mean totally valid especially well, if these are the types of shenanigans that are going on and I was just like and it's a big place it's dark mm -hmm. I just feel better having someone with me yes and um, we were all very tight like it was a very tight-knit crew mm -hmm. so they would stay with me and one night we we were closing up the house we had already gone through and made sure everybody was gone before we locked up and then yep. we were going through and turning off the lights and okay yada 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 and uh we get to the second floor which is again where all of this activity from the last story all the shenanigans heard. so there's a room on the second floor um 
that hasn't really been restored to like what the house was when it was a residence. Okay. Uh, it's just mostly used now for a short video about the history of the house. Okay, gotcha. So yeah, like an informational video? Yeah, pretty much. And it's like a pretty chill room, nothing super special. Pretty chill, pretty yeah, chill. It's pretty much empty. The vibes were good? The vibes were not right this night. Let oh no! Tell you, my friend. Let me Let tell you. Let me tell you, my friend. And so the room is empty except for chairs Got and it. a projector. Yeah. And a door. A door that opens into a brick wall. I remember this story. Yeah. Oh, I hate this. Okay, continue. So we get to the second floor, and yep. one of my colleagues is like, oh, that's really weird. I I left that door open. And and I was like, oh, whatever. Like, it could have been the wind. Yeah. Or anything. It's a very old house. Like, <laughs> whatever. So we weren't looking for... We were never looking for You weren't for initially these... even thinking, like, oh. No. It's a ghost. Because things happen so often that are relevant to it being an old house that you're like, 99% of the time it's this. Except yeah. for the tap turning on in the lunchroom every day. That was... Still unexplained. Yeah, and everybody was just so fine with it that they would just get up and yeah. turn it off. <laughs> anyway. So, he's like, oh, I, I thought I left that door open. I was like, whatever, no big deal. So I go over. He and another coworker are right behind me. Yeah. I open the door and it, the door hits something. And so I put my hand in to where I know the light switch is, mm -hmm. flick on the light, which was off. Okay. The light was on and the door was open when he went through the house. So I have goosebumps. Uh. <laughs> I push the door in further and there's a chair <gasps> against the door from the inside. Oh, I hate it. When I open the door all the way, all three of us straight up scream because there is a chair in the middle of the room by itself facing the door. No. Can't. No. Like, when I tell like you I nobody just... could get in and out of this room, like, it was on the second floor. There's just... And how would you put a chair against the door from the inside? You can't. You can't. So all all three of us were like, what the fuck? No, no, no. Like, that was so so scary and then other things that would happen like I would always see whenever I'd go around this one corner yeah on the servant side of the house mm -hmm. my you know when you're about to bump into somebody and you're and like you can kind of feel it yeah and you're like on your phone yes and so you haven't really looked up but you know they're there so you kind of do that jump back yeah it, I would do that every single time but no one was ever there and then one of my coworkers saw somebody come down the stairs and it and then she like blinked and there was nobody on the stairs. Oh my god. Like really ah. weird. Well the thing is that like as you're telling these stories, I mean I've heard these stories before, but I love I love these types of things. Oh wow. Wow, I really went hard. You really on the went farm. to town on that farm. Oops. Um, I was just I was doing it, I was telling the ghost stories. All I'm good, I'm all for some good. Cheesy pasta. Never not. <laughs> Never not in the mood. Um and some more of this pasta water. Uh in just a moment I will take it. Oh my god, in. that looks gorgina. Um, but yes, as you're telling these stories, like, even if you're somebody that doesn't believe in paranormal activity or ghosts, oh yeah, yeah. toss that pass water right in there. Beauty. Um, the only other logical explanation is that someone's broken into the house and is fucking with you. Which right? is not, which is a great option either. No, I don't want either of those things. No, 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 no. So, that one we were just like, I beg your fucking pardon, like, what the fuck is like, that? Like, what it, yeah. Like, it was just, it was so strange, and the vibe was so off, like... Yeah. And there was never a moment where I was like, oh, something is malevolent, you know? <laughs> like, that never felt like that, Something but really wants me to feel like we don't, can't be here. No, but the curator told me that once in that room, 
mm-hmm. for like a six week period. Every morning they would come in mm-hmm. and that door that opened to a brick wall was off its hinges. Every oh, morning. Oh my God. Right? You're going to toss some chili flakes in there? While things are getting spicy aye, aye, on the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's like, do it. Isn't that so fucked up? I hate that. I mean, I love it, but I also hate it. But I'm glad I've never it. had to work there. It was I a just, great place uh, to work. I will say that. Great management. <laughs> great management. <laughs> great management. Great Excellent. environment. Great job. Uh, ghosts, great. They were good at doing their job. Okay. Oh my god. This one Which was sizzle. making everybody being, feel real uncomfortable. Being spooky as fuck. Yeah. All right. Chili flakes are in. But to some to parm. get some of that parm in here. So I have turned the heat off. So it is just um, the heat of the pan or the We're pot. Just gonna, you know what? Let's just go for it. Doing the last little bit of cooking. Good for here. all this parm. Uh, yeah, Garcon. Okay, let's toss her right in. Mm-hmm. Then we're going to put some... Uh, <laughs> never waste. Never, never waste. Waste not want not. And then we're going to toss some olive oil in it. But uh, you you were saying, so, I mean, I, have, I am chock-a-block of ghost stories. Yes. We know this. Yes. Um, but you have one... I'm sure you have perhaps more I than have, one, but there's one that always... I have one. It's not my ghost story. It's technically my dad and my sisters but it is the best one it's a tilly, a tilly it's, a, tale. it's a tilly tale so uh, buck, buckle yourself up if you're ready for it because uh, uh, I, I, I don't know but you know what i would like to find out have you told me this one i genuinely think i have only because it's totally the type of story that i know you would enjoy oh obviously um so Perhaps I will wait until we're ready to sit down in a moment to, to get into it. <gasps> a we'll, we'll, well, I'll let you, or I'll leave you listeners and Delaney with that. Um, we'll have our wine, we'll take a quick bite of our pasta, and I will let you guys know about this Tilly tale. What do you got for me, bud? All right, buddy, here we go. So um, I will say... Trying to find a wine to pair with this, similarly to last week, you remember how I said that um, pairing for Caesar salad can be difficult because Uh of the flavors in there? Um, Pairing for this was similar in the sense that um, there's a lot of different flavors going on in here. We've got uh, all of the salty, well, I mean, we put a ton of kosher salt in here. And a lot of Parmesan. And a lot of umami from the Parmesan, the red chili flakes, that's spicy, it's... There's a lot of different things going on, so you do need a fairly, for lack of a better word, bold wine to kind of hold up against that medley of flavors. Uh-huh. And everywhere was recommending to me to go with something basically exactly the same as the Shannon Blanc we had last week. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I can't just bring another white. Who am I? The variety is the spice of life. And so and that's what they would say. They would be like, "Wow, this is not the Ray Tilly we know." I know, and I got. This I have a brand to maintain. You do, so. yeah. No, so you got to do. In any over. case, I decided to go in a slightly different direction. Uh, we are enjoying today a 2019 Beaujolais Village Ooh. was selected for us by our friends at Bishop Cellar. So with this one, um, the reason why I thought it would be a good pairing for our spaghetti aglio olio is because it has some good bright acidity in it, mm-hmm. and um, as previously stated in other episodes of the podcast, acidity cuts through fat. Okay. So it will be able to hold its own up against, uh, again, all of the oil and the cheese that's in this recipe. And the saltiness in the pasta is essentially going to 
push forward the fruit flavors that are in here and Beaujolais are known for being very fruit forward. This love one in that. particular, the note said blueberry on the palate. <gasps> I love blue on the palate. So Domaine Madame. Yes. I love the label. It's so beautiful. Thank you. Visual medium. It is uh, orange. <laughs> Ooh, it's <laughs> And orange. it has um, a, a lady. It does. <laughs> it does. It does. The Madonna, even. Yes. Well, I like, I mean, we're doing this kind of in a different order than we normally do, mm -hmm. but I feel like your ghost story is going to require us to be enjoying our pasta. I want it. I want. Yes. I want, I want the flavors as I get the flavor from my ears. You know? So I will make a suggestion. Let us take a first sip of the Boge. Yeah. Have a bite of the pasta, go back to the Boge, and then I will tell you the Tilly Tale. Ooh, okay, so we go back, got it, okay, yeah. and we just do that to get the full flavor of the wine. We're gonna see how all the flavors in the pasta affect the wine. Okay, I love that. Oh my god. Ooh, you, I mean, you know I love a red wine, we've talked about this. You know I love a Beaujolais. Famously. <laughs> but this is like... This is really nice. There's slightly more tannins in this than I was expecting, which means it has a slightly more um, fuller mouthfeel. Like mm -hmm. there's a bit more texture sitting on the t the like the roof of my mouth and the tip of my tongue. So I'm very happy with that. I definitely get blueberry, maybe a little black currant off the palate. It's yeah. not super strong. So let us let's try. Let's get a little bite of our pasta here. This looks beautiful. Oh man, I'm so happy that you chose we a pasta knew, recipe we knew for we today. We in the mood for pasta tonight. Yeah. Kale in there. Oh man, that's gonna go in the pocket as a fave. Yeah, definitely gonna be my midnight snack mm -hmm. for my midnight pasta. It's like, oh wait, now we gotta go back for the bush. Oh yeah, we gotta okay. before we get distracted. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. immediately it's softer it's more fruit forward I get a lot more of the blueberry now for That's sure such a nice combo to like kind of cut it down yeah because the pasta is so flavorful mm -hmm. it's so simple oh Ooh, the parm the kale the garlic a perfect so you, blend uh, you dig in there okay. I'm, gonna I'm gonna tell you a story I'm ready okay so for some context for the listeners when I was uh growing up my family would often go up to my grandparents' cottage for a week, a weekend here and there throughout the summer. And being up in essentially cottage country in Ontario, if you're not, you know, down at the dock, in and out of the water, or if you don't have like kayaks or canoes, you very quickly will run out of things to do like just at your cottage. So right. oftentimes there's a lot of different hiking trails and excursions that my parents would take us to just to kind of get, get out of the house for the day and to go off and do something. Mm -hmm. So in Muskoka, there are a lot of um, old provincial parks and, as I said, a lot of trails. There was one park in particular that was really cool, just in the sense that, um, sorry, <laughs> not cool that this happened, but it was cool that there was this piece of history here. There was a grave along one of the trails and the head marker was from the mid-1800s and it was for a young girl who had passed away of uh, cholera. Classic. Very classic. We walked by one of those uh, when we were in Cape Breton, remember? Yes, we did. So they're Love kind that of, tie -in. again, like they're, they're kind of all over the place in Canada in that sense, but um, as a little kid I was fascinated by that because mm -hmm. 
I mean, obviously kids are not dropping dead of cholera anymore. Thanks to vaccines. Thanks to vaccines. Ding. But it was very cool to see, like the headstone was very obviously old and just where we're not on the East Coast and there's no salt air like wearing away at the stone, it was very much well preserved. And I think parks employees kind of maintained the, the, they kept like weeds from growing on it and stuff like that. Um, There was one other interesting thing that was along this trail. It was a abandoned cabin. And it was kind of near the front of the trail. It was very obviously for a a park ranger to stay in if they were kind of up looking after the park for the year. And as I say, it was abandoned. There was never anybody in there. The door was always locked, like padlocked. You couldn't get in. It was just kind of cool to look at. So my father and my sister, I can't remember if my mom and I were with them or not, but for some reason, the two of them were together, just the two of them. And they were walking up along the trail. My sister couldn't have been more than six or seven at this point. And... She, uh, I think she like ran off to go look at something or maybe like to use the washroom or something. And so my dad was by himself and he kind of came around the corner from behind the cabin from where he'd been like, I don't know, perhaps admiring a, a tree or something. It would be so on brand for the curve. Yes. Yeah. Um, Taking a nature's he, bounty. Out of the corner of his eye, thought that he could see an old man with a beard sitting on a rocking chair in front of the house, which is very odd. Again, there was no furniture ever there. And he kind of saw it in his peripherals and then he turned and looked and there was nobody there. Okay. So he was kind of like, that. that's really strange, but Must I'm not going to think too something. much about it. Yeah. I'm going to go see if I can find my six-year-old in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> More pressing concerns. And then from across the clearing, he sees my sister starting to kind of walk towards him and she looks at him and she goes where did that old man go and he goes did you see that and she looked at him and she was like yeah like he was he was kind of rocking on a chair he looked he just kind of looked at me but didn't say anything he had like a gray beard and i don't know and my dad was just like oh my god (laughs) well his theory because kirk has definitely given us his thoughts on this whole experience this is what we want his theory is that this would have been the ghost of an old park ranger. What they would do is they would go up and stay in these cabins, like very isolated from society for months and months and months at a time. Mm. And he thinks that, you know, maybe the guy took some moonshine with him to kind of entertain himself just while you're up there Nothing hanging else out. to do, yeah. Yep. Before electricity, there was definitely no... <laughs> no Netflix. No Netflix. Can you believe? A and time before uh, Netflix, not interesting. It's his theory that maybe one of the park rangers got really loaded one night and stumbled out into the snow and maybe got lost or like couldn't find their way back to the cabin and died of like exposure this is a specific theory are we sure kirk is not the old park ranger i wouldn't be surprised is kirk a ghost kirk is your dad a ghost get him on the line we need to ask him well we'll call what is the truth we'll call the phone and someone's gonna answer and be like there was a kirk that had this phone but he died a hundred years ago (laughs) (laughs) that is so crazy when kids when kids say they see stuff i'm like you don't know no one's told you that ghosts aren't real yet yeah you don't know you're just kind of going off of what Literally you what you just saw in front of you. No, absolutely so, not. In any case, not quite as spooky as Craig Derrick. Like, no furniture being moved and left Ooh. for you to find. But an old bearded man oh, that uh, yeah. really just wanted to... 
let gives to Kirk and Sarah something to think about for the rest of the hike. And okay, so you just reminded me. I have one more short story. Okay, I'm gonna have okay. a bite of Have your this. pasta. Yes. Well, now your turn to indulge. Mm-hmm. Because this one is hands down the scariest, and I can't believe I didn't tell it first. It's a doos. It's a doos. So, as previously mentioned in this museum, there are many, many stairs. Mm-hmm. So. It wasn't, I mean, it was pretty uncommon that someone would fall down the stairs, but hearing someone stumble or hearing something fall down the stairs wasn't that out of the People would, like, trip. Yeah, or, like, drop a phone and it would go, like, bonk, bonk, bonk down the stairs or something, you know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. So, I was in what we called the pantry, which was originally the pantry, Mm -hmm. pardon me, on the servant side, but it was where we would eat our lunch. And I'm in there by myself, eating my salad or whatever, and all of a sudden I hear... On the stairs above me, because the servant side staircases went directly over the pantry, I hear right. boom, 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 boom. Like, it sounded like someone ate shit and was falling <laughs> down the stairs. So, like, and it was loud. So I was like, oh, my God, like, did somebody fall down the stairs? And so we all carried radios because, again, the house was so big that we needed a way to communicate. Mm-hmm. So my radio goes off with one of my colleagues being like, Delaney, are you okay? And I was like, okay, I get why you assume it would be me. But, yeah. like... But also rude. But I'll, yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm fine. Are you guys okay? And they were like, no, like, are you hurt? And I was like, no. no. Like, who fell down the stairs? And they were like, we thought you did. We heard you calling for help. Right? Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Big inhale. I know. And I was like, at that moment, my just... So something was mimicking your voice. Right? Which is where I was like, absolutely not. Absolutely not. No, no, no. Yeah. No, no, no. No. That was the scariest. Yeah. Oh, I was like, nope. Absolutely not. It was so creepy. Well, uh, listeners, I mean, good fucking luck getting to sleep tonight. I uh, (laughs) feel... If you're ever in... And if you're ever on the west coast of Canada, let me tell you, it's worth a trip. Not for the ghosts. Because... It's just a great museum, but yeah, don't go there at night and don't try to break in. That's rude. That's, yeah, that's rude. Go pay admission and be a regular person. Yeah. Don't be a ghost about it. Don't be a Kirk about it. Don't be yeah. Don't be pioneer Kirk. <laughs> this is not what we want. No. We well we're and with that we have some investigating to do. We have to call Kirk. Make sure you He's ask him fact. when he really was born. Yes. You know you've been fifty for how long, Kirk? <laughs> for how long? What is the truth? What is the truth? What is it? And with that, that question, what is the truth? Mm-hmm. We're going to leave you so we can drink our wine and eat our can pasta. can really mow down on this pasta. Yeah, I'm really excited. So we're going to let you go. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Spooky. Do-do-do-do.